Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagner. Hi. Thank you all for coming tonight. We're happy to be here finally with Loja Russo. sing it like you get up in the morning there's a full moon in the sky you lift your eyes up you know and I have these voices angelic chorus behind me and now I don't do that anymore because I'm all by myself and it just doesn't it I, I don't hear the chorus by myself so Get up in the morning There's a full moon in the sky You lift your eyes up Wake into the dawning When first you realize You've made your mind up the color you know what you will find you made your mind up and it comes and it flows down the wall until it comes to the fall and at the start of it all feels like the end to the morning and all that a deep you hold your head up wake it like a newborn the truth within you lies you kick your feet up the 
into the water Tasteful egg shaker, my friend. Very tasteful egg thank shaking. You, you. My thank arm you. is cramped in this position now. I can't move it. Yeah, okay. I'll have my cat uh, massage it later. I heard the chorus. I heard it. It was, an, it was angelic. The, the choir of yeah, angelic kind of voices coming up. And, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. But, you know, doing it, doing it by yourself is different. And, um, that would be always... a good, good bumper sticker. <laughs> I like that. I, 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 don't take it. It's mine. <laughs> Doing it by yourself is different. different. That'll okay. be the title of my new CD. <laughs> I think you just broke me. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so Lojo was going to be on the show. This was a uh, month ago, a couple months ago, maybe, a month and a half ago. December? Yeah, December, I think and it was. it did what Wisconsin will do, and it snowed. I mean, it was a big snow. It snowed in Iowa, too. Yeah. And so we had to cancel. Those was the fir first, I think, the first and only time we've ever had to cancel a show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Show. Yep, and it had to be you. It had, had to, to be you. Yeah. Nice harmony, guys. <laughs> yeah, it, was a, and it, it was a weird harmony. I we, liked it, though. We sang it that worked. in different keys together. And it worked. <laughs> it's like we, we went it's like something Frank Zappa would do on purpose. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One guy got that joke. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really intrigued by... Uh, by description of your, your past, some of the things you've done in the past, I'm, I'm not surprised now meeting you and listening to you. Not surprised. You mean the whorish things I'll do for Adam. money? Okay. Well, that's, I didn't say that. But <laughs> I wasn't going to say that exactly. No. Um, Actually, I do more without money, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Doing but, it by myself. All right. <laughs> uh, but Manda, you play mandolin. That was the interesting I play connection. mandolin, I play bass. Yeah. Um, I, I hold the cello. Okay. I don't actually play it's it. So it's just kind of fun to hold. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I have a, I've worn a number of musical hats over the years, depending on what my mood was. Psychedelic jam band. Right on, man. Right. That's yeah. where I was my Phil Lesh's own days. You yeah. know, I was like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Funk, folk, jazz, jam, all kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, all sorts the Celtic. of stuff. And then what? And then the Celtic. The and then the Celtic, the yeah, yeah. Um, which... Uh, I started, uh, that started because I was at, I, my first year at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival was 1985, I think it was. And um, I just got intrigued by the folk Celtic music that was being played out there. And, and uh, I hadn't a clue what it was or how no. to play it or anything. So my girlfriend at the time bought me a mandolin and and I bought a Mel Bay book and <laughs> chopped myself Mel the chords. Yeah, way. man. And uh, went out there and um, just uh, had a hell of a great time yeah. for 20 plus years after that. So. And now you're here. And now I'm here. And here, here I find myself yeah. in Madison, Wisconsin. That's yeah. right, right? I'm in Madison, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. Hello. Cincinnati. <laughs> so, and I don't know if you guys know this. Another, uh, another um, first, I think, for Mad Toast Live is you've had now two Norwegian Italians on the same stage on the same night. What are the chances? <laughs> right. yeah. What are the chances, right? I obviously have more of the Norwegian side showing. We still get short and wide, but we stay blonde. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> 
So have you guys uh, looked at your family trees yet to yeah. decide whether, <laughs> yeah. whether you can trace them back to each other? Or? That would be freaky, wouldn't yeah. it? I yeah. That would be a little crazy. But, uh, yeah, we just had Trent Fury on the show, if you're wondering <laughs> who we're referring to. <laughs> referring to Previous yeah. episode. Yeah. So do you, are you born and raised in Davenport, or you just happen oh to be living in Davenport? Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God. You're in Davenport No, no now, offense, though. Iowa. No offense. Um, Iowa. Iowa. And we're the tall They say it on weeds. Um, no, I was, uh, I was born in L.A., um, grew up in San Jose for a time, and then was uh, moved out to Minneapolis and basically raised and grew up there. Okay. So. So it's not yeah. too big a culture shock. So I suppose that happened when you were a child, but I kind of okay. like wonder, yeah, it is. <laughs> how did you handle the weather, like, in... Uh, the, well, the weather thing as a child was kind of freaky. I've got a, I've got a song on an older CD called Hollywood Snow that, um, that talks about me just kind of hiding under the piano, looking out the window, going, that looks really cool. I'm not going out there. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and now, and, and then like five years ago, I moved to Davenport, and uh, I thought, cool, Iowa, I was like six hours south, it's got to be warmer, the snow's, you know, the winter's got to be milder. I got that one winter, my first winter there, yeah. I'm like, yeah, now this is winter, man, yeah. I can take this. Hasn't been like that yeah. since, so. They'll do that, they suck you in. It just sucks you in, and then it yeah. sucks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Period. Yeah. <laughs> so... So I'm hoping for better, greener, warmer pastures someday, but right now I'm in Iowa. Yeah. So. What do you think? Want to play one? Sure, why not? Yeah. You know, I was, uh, I was listening to Tret's set, and all I, I'm like, I got a song for that. I got a song for that. And uh, I... St- that would just be weird because now nobody knows, nobody's seen the other set, so I'm just going to play my own set. and <laughs> It just won't work, will it? So, um, family is a big thing with Italians. And uh, I uh, was shipped off to Minneapolis from San Jose because my parents divorced and my mother was the Norwegian who had come from Minnesota with my father, the Italian, in California. So off to Minnesota I went. I spent a few summers out in California pretending to still be his daughter and him pretending to still be my father. And, and um, when I got to that age where everything sucked and I knew everything and you didn't, um, I stopped going to California. And so I spent a, a large number of years uh, just not even talking to my father. And, um, and even he kind of, you know, I'd get a birthday card every other year and that kind of thing. It just got really strange. And As an adult, I, uh, I found myself out in California and I stayed overnight with my dad And one night while I was uh, out there. And um, I'm, I was staying in his basement and he had a wet bar down there and he, I was watching the TV and he came downstairs. He said, do you mind if I have a little nightcap? I said, it's your place, you know. So he goes to the wet bar and he pulls out a bottle of Glenlivet and he says, would you like to join me? And I'm looking at the Glenlivet going, yeah. So, so we spent like the first couple of tumblers not talking to each other, just drinking. And by about the end of the second, third tumbler, we started talking, as drunks are wont to do. And we just started talking about everything and anything. And the next thing you know, a bottle later, we had, you know, 
gone through our entire life story, what's been happening with us over the last 20 years, blah, 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 and uh, became friends. And um, it was a very poignant moment for me, and it felt really good to be close to my father again, even if it was because we were drunk. I didn't care. It was just nice to be close with my father again, you know? And he was getting up to, to go back to his room, and he said, you know, I cry when you leave. And it, it just shot an arrow to my heart, and I just thought, oh, my God, that is, I, I do that, too. And I was about to say, Daddy, I do that, too. And he says, that would make a good line for a song. And all I could think of at that point was, way to ruin a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote him the song that he asked for. And we've been friends ever since, and he's been sober ever since. So might have a lot to do with why we were estranged for many years. For years I believed that you couldn't care less. Our love was a lie, my life was a mess. What I thought was reality went up in flames. Our picturesque family was never the same. I was bereft Oh honey, I cried when you left oh, When I cried When you leave For all the years we've wasted And I try not to grieve For the tears that I've Tasting the summers were shaking, the winters were cold. My heart had an aching, I could not control. The years came and went, we tried it again. Time has a way of repairing the pain. Talked until dawn Now honey, I cry when you're gone Oh, I cry when you leave For all the years we've wasted And I try not to grieve For the tears that I've
podcast that sucks on the album. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you. There's another bumper sticker. No. Yeah, it sucks on the album. Yeah. We Nick, learned in the studio that uh, you can put shade, shit on tape, but you can't put tape on shit. <laughs> you really uh, tried that. Yeah. 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 We'll cut that out later. So. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> The FCC evidently doesn't listen a whole lot after midnight. Sweet. So, or so I've we, got another we're song not aware I'd like to do. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of short little words. Yeah. Most of the bad words are short. <laughs> There's a reason. What's that? Unless they're Italian. Unless they're Italian. <laughs> Don't look that up. No. <laughs> everything, it's sort of like, everything, everything that's in French sounds beautiful. Everything that's in Italian makes you hungry. Hungry you know, so or, you or, that. you know, th- yeah. or like you got to slap something. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know what, but you just want to, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh. What else? I don't know. What do you want to know about? Me? I don't. What just about you? Bring it on! Bring it on! Bring it on! Do you cook? <laughs> well, because um, I don't really cook, but well, for, do you? I I don't cook, but I like I like to read cookbooks. Do you? Yeah. That's, you like you like the pictures too. I do too. <laughs> well, I love the pictures. That's what we need. We need a a, a, a sniff and you know scratch and sniff cookbook. Oh, that'd yeah. be something. Yeah. I, I've got and a, this is what it should smell like if it's done properly. <laughs> oh no, I did. I missed something. <laughs> smell the same. <laughs> that that could be good. I like that. I, I don't <laughs> think the blue cheese cookbook you know, would go I'm over just, too no. well. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry about that. That would be us at the end of the night after the whole beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Is there a song about food coming up? Oh, 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 there is. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, this is, this is, where is it? Oh, that's right. It's back here. Um, Okay. So I've got this friend who lived in Texas for a long time, and you know how those Texans love their adages? And, uh, you know, like, uh, I was more scared than a long-tailed cat in a room full of rockers, you know, that kind of thing. And so, so uh, my friend was telling me about this time when uh, she caught her significant other in an embrace with someone who wasn't herself. And, uh, and she just yelled, get your taste buds out of his mouth. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> And, we, and, of course, the entire group looked at me and said, that should be a song. <laughs> and I actually agreed. So, here it is. Taste buds. Get your taste buds out of my mouth. I'm taking you home. Today it's wall to wall and all you can eat. 
My homemade pies are tasty trees. So go on, get I need the seat. There's no room for you. That was great. <laughs> How about that? On the fly, no less. When did you write that? How long ago was that? Uh, that was uh, last May, and I wrote it yeah. uh, by that July, I yeah. think. So. We were talking backstage before about about writing and having a lot, like a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. None of it finished. <laughs> None of it finished. <laughs> and then going back to it, right, is, is kind of hard to... Get Absolutely. back into the mindset or, or something. Right? Well, and, yeah. and sometimes it's about um, that's not how the song was supposed to go the first time. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes you got to look at a song and, and uh, realize that you, you didn't finish it because it's wrong. <laughs> it's just, there's something really wrong about it and you want to you wanna do it again. You want to do it right this time. And um, I've actually had a, a few songs like that in my time, and it's kind of fun to come back to them. Have you had luck finishing them with, uh, um, oh, we were talking actually about songwriting workshops. We were talking with Tre- about right. that with Tret too. Yes. But uh, about sort of the, um, I don't know, the, the fear and a little bit of fear involved in kind of giving up something, even if, even if you don't like it, absolutely, it's yours. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, especially um, I taught myself guitar, I taught myself how to write music, I taught myself how to sing, and, um, and you know, there's, there's a little ego that says, I taught myself. I don't need you. <laughs> and there's also, and I think a big part of that ego is the fear that goes, but what if they're better than me? You know, <laughs> so, um, what if I've been doing it wrong all this time and I really do suck? You know, so um, that's that, that artist ego. Oh, it's just so crazy. The so, inner uh, critic. And yet, yes, you're yeah. your own critic. And, and, um, and anybody, never ask, never answer a musician says, so what'd you think? It's kind of like, does this make me look fat? You know, just go, no, it's great. Oh, it's perfect. Never, you know, I can't take it. Right. Don't, if I ask you, just nod your head and go. And uh, I don't care. I don't care. It all sucked. <laughs> it all sucked. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> that is one of the fun things about being in a band, because people will tell you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. And then have, suddenly you, they've been your friend for years, and now you hate them. <laughs> They're wrong. Well, yeah. Have you had luck finishing things with song, with uh, bandmates? I have. I have. A um, little more trust going on. Exactly. There, maybe. A little more yeah. trust. Um, actually, uh, there was a song. And what? Well, what's fun about? What's really cool about having a band is that you can take a song and it went this way. And then you go, okay, band, here's my song. 
play it exactly like I'm showing it to you, and then they all go, no. You know, and they put all their little flavors in it, and you're like, oh, now that's cool, you know? So, um, so having a band, I, was, I had a band for a while called Funk's Grove, which is a little uh, maple syrup plantation along Route 66 in Illinois, um, just south of Peoria, actually. Um, and um, it happened that we were coming back from a show in uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and it was just a bad, it, the whole experience was bad. The show went well, we thought, even when the guy drove through our audience to pick up the goats that were <laughs> on the other side of our stage. But, you know, you, you, you get through these things. <laughs> so it was, it was a weird experience, and we, we got to this wayside rest, and... Uh, and we were commiserating once again this this horrible show that we had experienced. And um, and I look up at the side of the wayside rest and it said Funk's Grove. I said, "You guys, I got a band name. We're gonna name ourselves after a toilet." You know. <laughs> and I pointed. Luckily, it was kind of a cool name. You know, it would have sucked if it had you know said something like you know alabaster porcelain or something. I don't know, but. <laughs> Actually, naming ourselves after an actual toilet would have been bad, but so um, Kohler. (laughs) Kohler. We're Crane Kohler. Cool. We rock. Um, So it was fun. It was fun having a band, and they they really they really helped kind of shape how I became a. I was a solo musician. I had a band, and then I was a solo musician again, and so they kind of shaped how that second part of my solo hood. Mm-hmm. kind of came in and uh, really helped me, I think, be a better musician after all of that. Um, uh, and case in point, here's a song. It took me 15 years to finish it. I really wasn't working on it the entire 15 years, but it took me that long to finish it. And, um, and I took it to the band, and they changed it, and I took it away from the band, and I changed it again. So... This one's called Jasmine Wind. It's rocky, baby. Rockin'. It's rocking. Right. We're going to get down, we're going to okay. get funky, and I have no idea what Kiki is because awesome. I don't know what these strings mean. I love so. that. Remembering a time when life was so slow 
and a dream was a stone's thrown away. Lay down on a hillside in the tall grass, be the blue sky, and I was wondering where did all the time go? Why does it seem all so far away? band again. Woo! That was fun. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up on that, though, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Appreciate really that. appreciate yeah. that. Because I was ready to... <laughs> 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 yeah, there that you go. It. Yeah, it's the, it's the Celtic foot raising. We're stopping now. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you do it in Celtic music. Uh-huh. This one's for one more set, and this one's for... Stop. Yeah. I, I always think of, like, just land on, like... Which would have gone really well with that song. Actually. Perfect. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have you ever written anything like really, truly avant-garde? I bet you have. Come on. Avant-garde? Yeah. I wrote a song called I Love Stephen Merritt. That's okay. Well, Stephen Merritt is a, is a singer for a couple of bands, uh, most notably Magnetic Fields. I think they might have just come through town or are coming to town. Um, they're an avant-garde New York band. He's also in a group called Future Bible Heroes, and they do a lot of quirky stuff. <laughs> and he's a guy, he's about this tall, and I'm not going to say it out loud. He's this tall with this basso voice that just comes from, like, the, the bowels of the earth somehow and up <laughs> through his feet and out of his head. And then he plays a ukulele. So, it's <laughs> so I wrote a song called I Love Stephen Merritt, and... And um, that's about as, I think that's about as avant-garde as I've ever gotten. And I'm not going to do it because I haven't practiced it in a while. It's not on the set list. No, it's not on the set list, but it will be on an album eventually. Cool. Once I can get him to sign off on, yes, you can use my full name Uh on the title. (laughs) Actually, what's kind of crazy is um, back in California in Santa Cruz, the Santa Cruz boardwalk, I love to go to the boardwalk because they had one of those big taffy machines just to watch that. Yeah. I go watch it for hours. 
It's probably why I got into acid in the high school because <laughs> I could just, wow, that is, look at the lines, woo, it's shiny, you know. And, um, and they, uh, in the arcade section, they had um, a puppet show. They had a marionette puppet show, and one of the marionettes was Tiny Tim. Tiptoe through the tulips, you know. And that's, that's, a, that's like one of my most vivid memories of my childhood is going to the boardwalk and watching the taffy pulling machine and then watching the puppet show with Tiny Tim as a marionette. It's like surreal. There's my avant-garde song right there. And, and after years of counseling now, everything's After years of counseling. No, no counseling. Like, no. I'm a songwriter. Right. No, oh, no yeah. counseling. It's, that's creation, man. That's, that's right. That's my juices flowing. I call that my muse. That's what I named her. <laughs> well, there really is a, 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 um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but there really is a Tiny Tim album worth listening to. Oh, there is. I'm yeah. sure there's I'm plenty sure there's of them, but one. <clears throat> the one that I can listen to is is a in the new Brave Brave Combo. Yeah, Tiny Brave Tim combo and Brave Combo. Yeah, yeah, backs him up, but mm-hmm. all of him. Try to take all of my, We should play again. I'm sorry. Here I'm rambling sorry. on. But my my uh, brother-in-law, uh, ex-brother, my former brother-in-law lives in Des Moines, uh-huh. and, and Tiny Tim used to live in Des Moines, I Iowa. See. Did you know that? Uh, no, I do know that his bride came from Minnesota. Okay, but that's about all I know. Well, he claims to have seen Tiny Tim in the grocery store one day. Mm. Just just saw his back. He said he, he knew it was Tiny Tim. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of guys that look like that from the back. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Especially <laughs> in the Midwest. Come on. That's true. I believe him, though. Totally believe him. I believe in Tiny Tim. Yeah. I can just tell you, honey, that though you have long hair, you do yeah. not look like, look like Tiny, Tiny Tim, Tim from, from the, the back. back. No. Okay. Thank you very no. much. Nice save. Nice save. Okay. Thank you. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need the other guitar. So uh, <laughs> I have two, right? Okay. I wanted to do something pretty with you guys. Yeah. Would that be yeah. all right? Sure. We were talking okay. about the Celtic music earlier. Yeah. Okay. And then we got away from it, so I'm bringing it back. Now, um, this guitar, this is Moira. She's from Ireland. And uh, I, uh, I bought her because um, I went there with only a mandolin, and I found that was really a stupid thing to do when you're going to spend three months in Ireland. Because uh, I just I don't write down the mandolin, so I, I bought a guitar, and um, and I tried to play what I thought was Irish music for Irish people, which they really don't appreciate. And um, so, <laughs> like uh, I, I I do this. Um, in Dublin's Bell City, where the girls are so pretty. First time my eyes on sweet Molly, I'm alone. You know, and they're like, mm, no. We don't like it the old way, and we don't like it the new way. So they, they kind of like the country western, so I have to, you have to be careful what you play. But there was one song that they did like that I played, and they liked it even more because it's a song they absolutely hate. And the song is called I'll Tell Me Ma, and if anybody doesn't know what this song is, let's give him a little. Tell me ma when I go home, boys won't leave the boys alone. Pull my chair and show me come, that's all right till I go home. She is hot up, she is pretty, she is better than Belfast That's how it goes. Forever. And um, they don't like it. They really don't like it. So, 
<laughs> so I'm sitting in the pub one night with my new friends, and I said, hey, hey, hey I, I want to do another song for you guys. They're like, oh, God, now what? <laughs> well, actually, they said, oh, for fuck's sake, now what? That was with an E. And, um, and I said, no, give me one more chance, one more chance. Thank you. Thank you, Ireland. Thank you. 
but they thought twice about the song after that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you think of that on the spot, or did you, you already had that worked up? I already had it yeah. worked up because I, was, uh, I had played at a benefit uh, for a friend, of a, a friend of a lot of us. Um, his house burned down one weekend while he was out at, working at the Renaissance Fair. They went home Monday morning, and their house was gone. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's one thing to, you know, go to the Renaissance Fair, you immerse yourself in the 16th century, and you come home and you realize there's been an earthquake in California or something, you know, like, oh, wow, you know. But to come home and not have one is kind of harsh. So uh, we had a benefit concert to help them rebuild their lives um, because basically the only things they had to wear was tunics, tights, and cloak, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it's kind of hard to go to your job in two states <laughs> and a cloak. So, um, so we held this benefit concert, and it turned out their favorite song was I'll Tell Me Ma. Mm -hmm. So there was like 20 bands that played that night, and every one of them played I'll Tell Me Ma, and I'm like, I am not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. do it one more time. I won't. Yeah. So I worked it out in the hallway, like right before I went on stage. And uh, took it to Ireland, and they liked it. So cheers. Sláinte. We should mention, too, if you don't know Lojo Russo, you can go to lojorusso.com. It's L-O-J-O-R-U-S-S-O, L-O-J-O-R-U-S-S-O, lojorusso.com. Um, you're coming back to Madison June 12th. You're going to be at Tallulah. I'm going to be at Tallulah, yeah. Yep, on Cottage Grove and Highway 151. Great place, great food. Big pink building. You can't miss <laughs> you it. You can't miss it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, it's yeah. pink. <laughs> 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 and uh, if you didn't, don't know her too, she was a, you were the 2008 finalist of the Kerrville uh, Festival, Folk Festival. Yeah. The New Folk Songwriting Competition. That is, that's a great honor. That's a great honor, and I didn't yeah. even know it. Um, I had a friend say, you should, you should enter a song. And so I did, and uh, it turns out they take only 800 applications, 800 songs. Only. Only. And they get <clears throat> many more than that, but they stop at 800, and then they pick 32. So I was one of 32 people, um, and then they picked six winners from that, and I was the seventh. So we were all the seventh, but um, yeah. we're, we, we're the seven club. That's which is so much better than the 33 club. But um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, that was it. Was kind of cool, and so I was like, oh, cool, I won, and I played, and and um, and. Uh, I almost got disqualified because I was introducing one of the songs and I said, um, oh yeah, I was hanging out with my friend and we were listening to this tune and, and in the song they said, 13 moons and I just love that, so I stole it. <laughs> and in my head I'm like, explain to them that you meant just the words 13 moons, not the song. And I thought to myself, no, you don't have to do that. You're at a contest. Why would you admit that you stole a song? So they came up to me after the song and said, did you steal it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I stole the words. I'm pretty sure they're public domain. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was kind of a... So I spent the entire time at the Kerrville Folk Festival apologizing to everybody. I really didn't steal the song. I swear to God, that was mine. I didn't steal it. 
awkward. That's what so, they make T-shirts for now. You could have a T-shirt right. printed right then with that. Right then. No, I didn't, I didn't steal, steal the damn song. song. I'll, no. I'll bring a U-do with a solar-powered panel. Yeah. <laughs> Silk screen at the tent. <laughs> Give them away to everybody. <laughs> Give it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with the one who didn't steal the song. <laughs> That's a good idea. I like <laughs> Mojo's latest CD, Little White Box, right? right? That's available on the website. As and, CD and, uh, Baby, yeah. iTunes. Um, I've got a couple of CDs that are still yeah. in print and many more that are out of print, but... Uh, but I don't care about the old stuff. It's all about the new stuff. That's right. Moving forward. <laughs> Uh, we have time for another song. Do we? We do. All right. Well, folks, do you want to hear the song I stole or something fun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way. Thirteen moons since I left there Thirteen more have come and gone How many moons have kept me company Now I'm walking in the sun Once in a blue moon it happens Once in a lifetime One that matters most dearly Is right there all the time And I watch the stars Wheel across the sky And I watch the sun Filling up with light And I count the times that I never cried Oh, I never cried Too many times I've been lonely But too many people was a child longing to be free And I watched the stars wheel across the sky And I watched the sun
Once in a blue moon it happens Once in a lifetime you find The one who matters most dearly Is right here all the time And I watch the stars Wheel across the sky Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Lojo Russo, thank you for coming tonight. Thank you so much. Right on. Thank Finally you. Finally getting you on. Right. <laughs> I made it. Yeah. <laughs> Go to lojo and find out all that you can about this woman. Thank you for coming to Mad Toast Live here. We're here every Tuesday night at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue here in Madison, Wisconsin. You can catch podcasts at madtoastlive.com and on iTunes in the podcast directory and on WRT 89.9 FM if you're here in the Madison listening area every Friday night. Or WORTHD.com. Right. Special thanks to Andy LaValle and Andrew Eggert. Did I get that? I did doing in front of house sound and podcast engineering, Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound. Thanks to the Brink Lounge. Yep. Awesome job for us. And uh, thanks to WRT 89.9 FM. Thank you. Good night. Thank you.